This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Bank Holiday Monday, and it is podcast time. Welcome to 4020. Definitely not live, because I'm on my lunch break. Um, although by the time you hear this, it'll probably be Tuesday. Uh, we were at the International on Saturday in the wonderful surroundings of Warrington, where it didn't rain. Well, it did, but we, <laughs> we were in the press room, so we didn't get wet. We did get pie, and more importantly, cake. And later, we got bonus cake, because a friend of ours, who's on the telly now and hasn't forgotten us, sneaked some out, snuck some out, of one of the executive boxes. It pays to make contacts with people who have free cake. We had cake, and the England teams certainly did as well, because they both won 64-0. England's women were up first. Very impressive. I mean, you can tell me whether they played any differently on the Stuart Barrow than they did at the World Cup under Craig Richards. I don't know, because I don't know anything about these things. Uh, Tara Jane Stanley in at fullback. Holly May Dodd, of course, before she goes off. Through the NRL play, that's George Orich, her first game of the year. In fact, her first game since the World Cup. Leah Burke starring with four tries, but tries across the field, including Sinead Peach. We spoke to her exclusively at the side of the pitch with people shouting, and here she is now. Back in the squad, how are we feeling out after the 80 minutes out there? Oh, feeling amazing, you know, the girls are great. Great to be back in the squad. Um, you know, great performance today, so, yeah, really happy. After the missing out on the World Cup last year, did you think it was going to be difficult to get back in the squad? I mean, I just had to focus on myself, forget what happened in the past, and uh, just sat off and just play the best rugby that I can play. And um, on the back of that, obviously, I've been selected to come back in, so, yeah, buzzing with that. Do you prefer to start or come off the bench in a game like that? Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not too, I'm not too bothered. I start for club, but um, you know, I'm versatile. I can start on bench. So yeah, I want to, uh, want to, want to first. Scoreline made it look easy out there. What was it like against that French side today? Oh, I mean, they're always um, tough in in, in defence, but I think our girls are, have just you know developed and got got a lot stronger, and we were punching them holes and gaining more yards, which then the backs can play on the back of that. So you know, the forwards did a, a good job today. And a try for you as well. Yeah, first try for England, so it was special. Um, yeah, buzzing for that, yeah. First time you've played for England in England, is 
Correct, yes, it's great to be um, in England and having my family here and a home game, so yeah, great experience. Final one from me, Holly May Dodd, obviously leaving York to go to Canberra, how do you think she's going to go out there? Oh, she's, she'll smash it, she's an amazing player, great athlete, um, you know, she's a great girl, so I'm sure she'll do just good over there. We spoke to her and some others rather than go to the press conference, so you won't hear from Stuart Barrow on this, I'm afraid, nor Leah Burke, you'll have to read the paper for their quotes. But we also spoke to Amy Hardcastle and her Leeds teammate Kira Bennett, and here they are both now. What did you make of, um, of that overall? Obviously, it was a bit one-sided, but did you get what you'd hoped for out of it? Yeah, of course we did. You know, we had it with a few new combinations, but it was just about keeping it simple and getting his feet again, and, and you can see with the outcome, you know, simple rugby, and, and we got the win. It's difficult, isn't it, when, um, when you're scoring so many tries to stick to your structures? Do you think you managed to do that? Yeah, I think there were parts where we did come a little bit away, um, and that's because you, you come away from what you're doing, because it is, you know, you're finding a little bit more success on the individual stuff. But, you know, the message came on about recomposing and remembering that, you know, re- reflection of the game is to, you know, keep our processes and, and go forward and, and keep doing what we're doing and not come away and, you know, be individuals. We were just saying up in press boxes, uh, 11 tries, and, and you've not got one, but nice to pop over at the end. Yeah, it was. I was like, thanks, Jordan, I've waited nearly 80 minutes, but do you know what? For me now, going on in the game, it's, it's, it's about doing all them little fundamental things right, so it might be push support play, it might be, you know, being an option and not getting the ball to, to, um, to distract him and come on to me so it leaves up them options. So, you know, I've scored a few tries in my time and, and I can accept that, and I'm a team player and that's why I play rugby, so reflection, if I, you know, overt line, it doesn't matter, I've, I've had a good time out there today. It's not a bad day when your winger gets four, is it? Uh, no, it's not, it's not bad. It's, do you know what, though? Leah's a class player, and, and that's what it's about. It's it, Knowing Leah and what she does is she needs that space and don't be greedy as a centre and just let her have her time, and, and that's what makes a good combination on that edge is because we know each other and I know how Leah plays, so it's great. And, and her effort going over, she deserves every try that she gets. Our games like this still worthwhile, even though it's obviously a bit one-sided. Yeah, of course it is. You know, we need more games under the belt, and we will be getting that. And we're still coming in. It's fantastic, and you know, we just got to start gelling as a team. And you know, there'll be new people coming within, so you've got to try the combinations. And we we need these national games to be able to do that. Oh, class, yeah. I like, I like his approach. You know, we've been in camp yesterday and um, all the organisation, you know, it, when he needs to be on it, he's on it, but he's, he's very flexible with, like, allowing us downtime and, and understanding us as people as well. So it still has been great so far. In terms of the rugby side of it, are you expecting much of a different approach in terms of the way that you're going forward or not too much for you? you've been yeah, you know, we, we can only get better and, and, and seeing that today, like, it was a collective and we played some really good rugby, it kept it simple, but I, th- I think I'm overall that we were good. Yeah. yeah, of course, and, that, and that's what it's about, it's taking these opportunities and being grateful, you know, I'm still in the squad, I'm still competing and... You know, and just embracing that, and, and when the time comes, the time comes. But I'm just going to enjoy all, all that we've got now. And, and if I keep getting selected, I'm going to keep working even harder away from Rugby. I just ask you how it's going at Leeds while, while we're here. Cheeky, cheeky. Um, do you know it's good at Leeds? Don't get me wrong, it's so much easier being closer to home, and that's having a massive benefit as well um, on myself and my family. Um, 
great set of lasses, the setup's unbelievable. I feel so fortunate to, to be a part of Leeds and what Gary does there and you know it, it's strengthening as well um, as a whole league, not just not just at Leeds, but yeah it's a great club to play for. Two good wins after that, obviously tough to first game against um, against York. Yeah. Yeah, and do you know, that's rugby for you, isn't it? And it just makes it a little bit spicy, the fact that people predict this and other. But end of day, it's the first, it was the first game of the season. We've still got how many games in front. And, and like I say, there's been a few changes. So it's adapting to new changes, new people coming in roles, getting the combinations right. So, you know, you've got to, you've got to trust the process and, and think not too far in front. But, you know, it's great. We'll, we'll be fine. Was there any different kind of style of play today under Stuart Barrow rather than Craig Richards? I just think we, we kept it more simple. We weren't trying to do big big plays and big shifts and we just, like I say, just kept the, the simple simple stuff. And uh, Georgia and Fran going to the NRL, how do you feel they're going to do I, that? I think they're going to do class out there. I'm so happy and I'm so proud of them. And do you know what? Why not? If they've got these opportunities, they do, deserve it. They've worked incredibly hard and I can't wait to see them smash it out there and I can't wait to see the journey. Um, obviously, I think you'll like it's a, a new group this time round, new coaching staff, new players that have come into the squad. And I, I think, yeah, we did everything that we intended to do, uh, trust the process, and um, ultimately our skill and our just competitive, competitiveness sorry, just got us on, into good graphs. And it's good to be playing international rugby, yeah. isn't it, whatever the standard? Yeah, 100%. Obviously, it's always an honour to represent your country and to get these opportunities where we're here, all these girls and boys like wanting signatures now, it's just unbelievable. And I think, obviously, coming off the back of the World Cup, we need to display more women's rugby and build it up going forward. Nice to get a last, um, last run out with Georgia for, for a while, anyway. Yeah, look, Georgia's one of my best friends, um, so it's obviously going to be tough not seeing her every week. But, you know, these occasions are really special, something I, I'll always remember, and, yeah... How do you think she'll go and Fran? You know, Georgia and Fran, they're, they're, they're just unbelievable, you know. They've got a skill set, what, it's hard to come by. And I think taking the opportunities and playing at the level over in the NRL is going to be going to bring the game on even more. Obviously, it's a big loss for us. But um, what's our loss is their gain over there. And I think ultimately they're going to help develop the sport and, and yeah... Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got a podcast now. I'm concerned because obviously it's competition for us. How did that come about? Why are you doing it? You know, um, me and Caitlin, we're, we're good pals, and we were sat down and we just thought we need to start talking about things that aren't talked about. And I think that coming from a player's perspective, I feel like we can bring a lot of that. Um, whether that be different conversations about the development of the game or just what it's like to be a rugby player in in this century, yeah. Uh, managed to come back with your socks today. That's, that's obviously a positive after last time. Pardon? Last time we spoke was after the World Cup game heading when you, you gave your socks away. You, but you, you've got all your kit on today. Yeah, I've got all my kit on. You know, this is a pretty special kit. Um, one thing I'm really proud of, obviously, associating with Leeds, Rob Burra. Um So, yeah, it was really proud today to pull this shirt on. And again, after the game like the World Cup, lots and lots of spectators. Wait, you're still... The player's still signing autographs and the game's been gone, what, 20 minutes or so? I know, yeah. I, I just had to be pulled away. Um, you do feel bad when you don't get round to everyone. Um, but, yeah, it just shows how far the game's coming, you know. This full stadium with all these boys and girls, it, I just hope they can look up to us and we'll be good role models for them. Back to the Challenge Cup this weekend for the women. Featherson hosts Wigan and Salford versus Cardiff in Group 1. That Salford-Cardiff game should be an interesting one. 
In Group 2, it's Bradford versus Huddersfield and Alton versus Leeds. Group 3 sees Lee take on Barrow and York host Hull Valkyrie. Uh, York. York Valkyrie host Hull Kings and Rovers. They're getting them mixed up because Hull Care, of course, are their dual reg side. And in Group 4, Castleford take on St Helens and Wynton versus London Broncos. Some big games in the Challenge Cup uh, this weekend. Right, on to the, the men who also won 64 0, which is quite odd. Loads of debutants in there, which is good to see and it was a young England side an exciting England side France eh, they were good for the first what 20-25 minutes of each half but England able to put them to pieces after that well I think that's a phrase I'm looking for but you know good performances from England first time captain George Williams him and Jody Cunningham the captain of the team for the first time both get their hands on a trophy what was the trophy called I did ask because you know I ask all the important questions and there wasn't an answer so the mid-season international trophy is what it's officially called. I look forward to seeing that being played for in the future. As mentioned, loads of debutants uh, for England. Uh, we'll hear from them in a moment. Here's the press conferences after the game. First, we'll hear from the French captain, French captain, French coach, Laurent Frizenou, and then Sean Wayne, who was you know, understandably happy. Uh, my thoughts is a nice and good reality check about where we are. Obviously, the scoreboard is pretty pretty tough. Um, we've got a shattered this dressing room, disappointed dressing room, but uh, at the same time, is uh, is where we are, and it's a learning curve for for a few kids. Uh, you know, as long as what they need to do is play week in week out, like all the England boys. You know, they play week in, week out in Super League and at the moment, the, even if they're young, the England boys, they are the best in, in their comp. And us, we've got some young players who either play in the French comp, either play in Championship, either play you know, one every two or three games in the in Super League. So, so that's where we are. But uh, and th- that's a reality. So we'll keep on working. That's what we talk about in the dressing room. We'll take our medicine, but uh, we'll keep on working and just make sure next time uh, we under the, the situation and we under the game uh, better. Were you further off England than you expected, or, or was that perhaps to be expected, considering the sort of team that you played today? Sorry? Was that sort of a, a, a score you expected? No. <laughs> no, definitely not. No, no. But, uh, no, I was not ex- expecting to lose by 60. Uh, because if that were, if I thought about it, I would stay at home and say, uh, you know, <laughs> and have a coffee. Uh, but um, I think, you know, like the first 20, 20, 25 minutes, we... We ended pretty well, uh, the context, and uh, we, we, we did some good things. But at the back of that, um, they won the ruck too easily. We started to be tired. And and uh, and again, if you haven't got the experience of that level, we can work out, it's hard to compete. There's talk of England and France playing internationals every year. Yep. That's something you'd welcome. Would that really yep. help France going forward? Yeah. Definitely, and uh, I thought the last two years we earned the respect of England. Um, 
I don't want England to judge us on uh, on that scoreboard tonight because uh, next time uh, we'll definitely be better. And uh, yeah, that that that's where we are. But we'll be better next time. I, I can guarantee you. Do you take any positives from it, Yeah, Yeah, there is a lot of positive, like uh, a lot of young kids like Hugo Chison, Zenon, César Rouget, they, they need to play this uh, this game. They need to be in the dressing room, shattered, disappointed how they are now, and, and, and keep on learning, uh, you know, not to lose by 60, mm -hmm. keep on learning, like in small moments, how to catch a ball, not going to touch, have a better last play, have a better kick. You know that that moment will define the momentum of the, of the game. So uh, yeah, all these kids need need to learn from that. So so and so already a positive. Would you prefer to have played this game in France? Would that have been more beneficial for you at this stage? Knowing the, the 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 French young players, it would be good to to play in front of your, their friends and their families. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, the the main point for me is we need to keep on playing France v England uh, every year. So that's that's um, that's the main point. Uh, ideally in France, uh, definitely. But uh, but if if it's not in France, I'm happy to play. To play in, uh, you know, Warrington. Uh, we enjoy the weather, so so that's pretty good. Do your plans now switch to the European Championship, yep. or will you try and maybe ask Tonga if perhaps they would like a game in France while they're over here? We'll see. We'll see what we'll see what happens. Yeah, obviously, uh, our objective is a European Cup. Uh, and 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 we see we see what happens. Uh, I may have a chat with uh, Christian Wolf at some point about how he will prepare the three series against England, and you know. Uh, but uh, but again, for us, it's to, it's to play more international games and and keep on learning. Uh, so 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 we we'll see the next step. Yeah, well, what is wanted to get up, crack on with the game. Um, good player, Jack. I thought in, in October both by Melbourne centres, kind of all dread, but um, I think they can both improve. No, no, no question about that. They can both get better on things. Uh, how pleased were you with the way the lads kept kept the pressure on when they could have easily taken the foot off the gas? Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was quite harsh at half time defensively because I, I, I spoke about defence and Andy Lass was was doing a good job with our attack this week. Um, but uh, there's a few things what were around with our deep, but believe it or not, I'm not trying to uh, embarrass France in that. But there's a few. I, I, I look at playing against Tonga and Samoa, and uh, we need to get better at a few things. But I saw them improvements in the second half, which is probably the most uh, satisfying thing for me in that game. There are a number of players who uh, dropped out, obviously for various reasons. Yeah. So when you look at the players who are out, and you look at the players and how they perform. How much stronger do you think you can make that England side? Yeah, a lot stronger. And I, and I thought that's what excited me. This is a really, really young team. And uh, doing the presentation last night was really emotional with so many debuts and they've not been in this position before. And and, uh, and and I've been really impressed with how they've adapted. So it just shows you how, how, how strong we have. We've got other players to come back and 
we've got some of last year's World Cup players as well, what's going to be available. So um, things are good, and the Super League head coaches and uh, the CEO deserve all the credit. What about George Williams then? You selected him as captain. Uh, he certainly seemed to do a captain's knock. Yeah, it was good. Um, I don't think he deserved the man of match. He's won enough, George. Um, I thought one of the wingers deserved it. Which is the first time I've ever said that in my life. Um, but I thought I thought Matty was great. Um, but George was always always managed uh, this week. Uh, always spoke. Always developed into uh, being the, the man he is and the leader he is. Um, you know, I'm quite shocked sometimes because I had him when he was a kid when he was removed to one speak. Um, so it's great to see him develop into a, a real good pro. And you mentioned Tonga briefly, but. Does that really give you a, uh, a ladder, if you like, up which you can go to prepare for the World Cup in 2025? Yeah, it gives you a ladder. I won't, we won't get carried away with that at all, um, because France were underdone, they're very, very young, uh, even though they were a big, big, big athletic team, and uh, we can only do what we get playing against, but, but overall it will stand in good stead for a really tough series. Um, but their what's played today are really stamp the name on, on a position uh, and depending on how they carry on going to the Super League teams then they, they've got a decent chance to be part of that squad Harry Smith went off was that just a test with Jess Litton and the answer? No, they play on uh, Thursday we're all on Thursday so I want, to, I want to look after him a little bit uh, the best I could that was the reason How impressed were you with um, Smith on his debut? Uh, yeah, good good I think he can do a lot better um, it is some really good things but um, I, I, know our, I know what he's capable of and he can do more no question um, I thought it was a really good debut but not my blowing just mentioned Jess Linden they had a bit of a run that almost reminded me of um, how Roppero would go out of my half um, on a daylight yep. how good was it to see yep. and, and all the run you're on about in the half I thought exactly the same thing I thought we were going to score but um, yeah, it reminded me of a rock tap run. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I thought Jeff was great. I thought I was really happy with what our bench did. You know, the one thing you need for your bench is the lift, and we certainly got that with our bench. No question about that. I thought Tyler was good. He ran out. Jimmy Harrison was good. It was an handful. Um, I, I've been really impressed. I've been really, really impressed. I was happy with the change of attitude with our D in the second half, and, and time to detail what you might have noticed, but we'll be showing them tomorrow. Mikey Lewis obviously didn't make the cut. How difficult of a decision was that to make? Yeah, having that conversation with him and Josh uh, wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. Normally, I find them quite easy, uh, that word. Um, I thought the way they trained and the way they handled themselves, it was uh, been impeccable. The credit to the clubs and, and, and being so disappointed the way they've got behind the players has impressed me even more. So... They've, uh, they've really put their hands up in two players. Is it sort of a case of you didn't play today, but you probably play the next five, ten years because they're so young? Yeah. Yeah. Play. If they keep going the way they're going and, and Mikey fixes what he needs to fix, then he'll, he'll have a really good chance. Cheers. Ash Handley went halfway around the world chasing the debut and didn't get one. Um, Hat trick on his today. It's pretty special performance. Yeah, really, really good. Um, I was chuffed with him. The way um, he spoke in meetings, um, was a real good leader. Leads a good player though with Ash Alney and I've been, I've been really, really impressed with him. In fairness to both England's men and women and some of the French players as well, 
They were round the pitch, signing autographs, having selfies taken, signing flags and everything for ages after both games. And both sets of players had to be dragged into the changing rooms to be taken away from the fans. They did not want to disappoint a single one. I know we've all seen the pictures of Leeds United players blanking uh, fans at the hotel or whatever it was. It's not a good look, is it? And, you know, credit to the England players. And Sean Wayne, he came back out after his press and was came back down, again, signing autographs, taking photos with uh, kids. Someone asked for his advice for a game the next day. He said to her, run at them hard. So, you know, he's, he's got this grumpy persona, has he, on the telly. But actually, he's all right. He's a big softy. I hope you don't hear this now. Anyway, 64 now. We've heard from the coach. So let's hear from some of the players because we caught up after the match with some debutants: Tyler Dupree of Salford, Tom Holroyd of Leeds, and Danny Walker, first of all, of the Warrington Wolves, all were stuck in the mix zone to answer our question. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty intense, uh, but, you know, really enjoyable. I mean, from the, from the start of us getting there on Tuesday, right the way through to now, it's, you know, it's been a really enjoyable week. Great set of lads, great coaching staff, and hopefully we can keep that main core group together and... Hopefully we can get we, we can um, we can get picked for the Tonga series at the end of the year. Well, yeah, we're only we're just saying in the press of there that that was his team talk essentially now. Yeah. Like it's been confirmed. You can yeah. say to you all, think about Tonga. Is that, yeah, is well, that well, mind? pretty much with Wayne since we've come in, he's he's uh, he's been basically saying it's not how he looks at you against Saints, Wigan, whoever you play against, or even France. It's how he sees you playing against Tonga. Um, and you know, so that's why you know you get lads do, digging in that little bit extra harder. You know, you get he somehow manages to find a way to uh, make you work that extra step. And you know, sometimes you, you listen to him in video and you think it's not possible, but you know, you end up you end up finding that little bit of something. And you know, it's a real good game, really enjoyable week. And you know, like I say, hopefully we can keep that main core group together. And, and for you, obviously, Nicky McAllen's obviously don't think he'll be going around, yeah. but around next time, will it? But is that's Clark here as well, they obviously yeah. competition, but you must put your foot forward there. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. You know, I've, I've, you know, I look at the hookers that have um, you know been around the system for for a while now, and you know, there's a lot of good hookers out there. Uh, but you know, the only thing that I can control is myself, and you know, if I keep playing well week in week out, and you know, hopefully showing Wayne what I can do, then who knows what happens in the future. But I just believe it's down to myself if if I work my hardest and keep keep playing well, then. So hopefully, fingers crossed, um, I get myself picked for the Tonga series. With um, with Roby retiring and Josh Hodgson sort of on the way, that's probably a good time to yeah. Yeah. Version on the scene. You and Jez Litton. Yeah, um, no, yeah. definitely. You know, um, you know, with Jez as well. Me and Jez have come through pretty much it all together um, since since academy really. So you know, I'm buzzing for Jez to get get out there and show what he could do too. And you know, who knows, mate? Who knows? Yeah, there has been a couple of lads coming to the back end, um, but you know, they're still quality players, and you know, Wayne Neal Pitt lads on form, so hopefully, I'm in decent form come the back end of the year. I'm in a try and do, and he's got didn't concede a try. Yeah, that, yeah. At Warrington, at your home ground. So, yeah. yeah, no, definitely. You know, I'm a Warrington lad, I'm grown here, um, so I think it it meant a lot for me today and me, and my family too to obviously be making me England debut in Warrington. You know, I'm I'm, I'm buzzing with that and. You know, I just about got over. I, mean, I nearly <laughs> fell over, but I got there. Um, so now I was made up with that. I was buzzing. How many family and friends did you have? Um, I think I had something about 10, 12 on my tickets. Um, as for who was in the stands, I don't really know. Um, but I can imagine I knew a fair few of them. Um, so, no, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great day for myself and family. 
I guess you couldn't have scripted it any better, could you, for it to be for it to be here, I guess. Maybe the only thing you would have changed would it to be at that end where you used to sit as a season ticket holder? No, yeah, definitely. Um, like you say, yeah, that's where I used to sit as a kid over there with my family. And you know, yeah, maybe if it, if, it, if it was the other end, it might have been a little bit more special. Yeah. But no matter what, just going for your country, playing here in Warrington, it meant the absolute world to me. What are you thinking as you're running towards the line? There, it's just don't don't drop, don't drop, don't it. drop the ball. <laughs> well, when, when Jack passed me the ball, I seen it coming and it was coming in slow mo. Yeah. and I was like, I'm gonna drop this. Here. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, I got my hands on it, and then my legs started wobbling. And I thought, yeah. I'm not going to make it, but luckily yeah. there was no one around, and you know, I thought, get under the black dot, and um, uh, luckily I got go over. Absolutely. People say, you know, international camps just have that, just hit a little bit different, yeah. all, a little bit different. Now you've had a, a taste of it, I guess it'll just leave you wanting more, won't oh, it? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I think every time I've been in any sort of camp, whether that was England Youth, Academy, Knights, whatever it's been, you know, I've, I've, I've fully enjoyed it. Um, you know, you get treated as best as you possibly can, and you know, um, it's been a great week. The lads are great. You know, all rivalries go aside when you come into camp. And on the on, on camps like this, you end up making best mates for life. And you know, it's uh, it's been a great week, like I say, and it's been really enjoyable to be a part of it with lads that have been in the system with before. Yeah, you've had six uh, six Warrington lads out on the field, seven with Josh Davis in the camp. I guess it's assessments of the start of the season you guys have had, hasn't it? No, yeah, definitely. You know, it's been a it's been a pretty decent start for ourselves. Obviously, we've. We've um, dropped off the last couple of weeks, um, but you know it's a, it's been a great test for us. We know we've learnt a lot about ourselves in them couple of weeks and where we need to get to. And hopefully, we, when we get back into it Friday night against Wakefield, hopefully we can get back on winning ways. Do you feel you've been playing as well as you ever have done at the start of this season? Um, yeah, I, I can see why people maybe think that. Um, but you know, I, I just I just back myself no matter no matter when. You know, I, I just try and back myself and my abilities and you know. Um, Currently, yeah, it's been it's been going pretty well. But I've always just believed in myself that once I get minutes on the field, I can I can really show my best of my abilities. And you know, luckily that's been coming my way this year. Um, you know, it's just down to me now. It's down to myself. There's no one else. I've been given the opportunity, so now it's in my hands, and hopefully I can keep um, improving and keep playing well. You mentioned new best friends, new people you'll be playing with. Who's uh, taking your eye then this week? Who's your, who's your new best well, this, friend outside this of This man here is a pretty good lad, isn't he? Mikey Lewis. <laughs> uh, you, know, uh, but nah, you know what? I, I, I probably couldn't really put a name on anyone. Um, you know, I just get I'm a bit of a, a bit of a butterfly, really. I float in and out with every every different little circle and, and I get on with everyone. Um, that's just the type of person I am. I'm pretty bubbly, so people hopefully warm to me. Um, so you know, yeah, it's, uh, I really couldn't point anybody out. I get on with them all, but you end up making best mates for life in, in these camps. How far yeah. you think you are away from perhaps securing that number nine shirt for England long term? I'll be honest, mate. I've, I feel like I've got I've got a fair bit, fair bit, fair bit to do. Um, you know, there's plenty of good nines out there, but like I said before, I believe in, in myself a lot, and you know, it's just, I believe that it's down to myself really. Um, if I, if I keep working hard week in week out. Keep playing well, and I believe that it's, it's that, that that's only down to me. It's my it's my control. I'm in my control that, and uh, on the other hand of it, I can't control what anybody else does. And hopefully, uh, hopefully, yeah, yeah, hopefully it'll be good, pretty good. Um, do you know what? It, w- it was tough to start with. 
Um, I think I came on just as they were getting tired, so uh, I was able to sort of like utilise that. And then obviously they came out firing again in second half. Uh, first 10, 20 minutes were, were tough, but um, we always expect it to be tough and I wouldn't have it any other way, really. What was the camp like building up to this and your international debut? Uh, it's, it's been unreal. Camp's been dead professional, but... Every- Tyler's <laughs> just told us his knees were knocking on the bench. What was it like making your England debut? What, what were the feelings before you got on the pitch this afternoon? Uh, it was just... <sighs> Mixed feelings, really. It's just an absolute honour to just be able to play for England and represent my country and my family. It's just, you just take a lot of pride in that, really. Um, yeah, just happy to get out there and put on the performance that we did as a team. And Yeah, just really pleased with that. 64-0, as the women won earlier as well. What's it like out there when you when you know you're winning comfortably? How hard is it to remain focused and remain on keeping them scoreless in a match like that? Um, it's not hard, really, because... We've got an England way, we've got DNA and lads put up a fight, you represent your country and you, you never give in when you represent your country, do you? You take, take everything you've got into that game, so I, I, really I don't think it was too hard to, to keep them to nil. Um, obviously some lads had an absolute cracker and contributed massively to them points, but um, yeah, we're a big team performance really, all, all in and yeah, I'm just proud. How would you have rated your own performance? Um, I've got... I've got Room to work on. I, f- I think I carried quite hard, and but yeah, there's definitely stuff to work on. But I don't, I don't take that as a negative. I take it as a positive. I can build, and yeah, hopefully, um, as the year goes on, I get better, and hopefully, I'm in that selection for Tonga. It's a very young side out there. We know there's going to be changes when it comes to Tonga and the World Cup coming up. But where do you feel you are within the the England mix at this point? Uh, I'm a young player, but um, I'm. I've had a long time out of the game and I'm just trying to make my mark on the game and enjoy my rugby and whatever comes off the back of it. Like like today, 12, 12, months, 12 months ago, I didn't, I didn't think I'd be making my England debut and I were in a very different place. So I'm just really, really honoured to be here and taking everything as it comes, really. It has been a special, well, an amazing journey. We talk about Tyler's journey, but last year you didn't play a single game in Super League. Just how frustrating was last year for you? It was really difficult. Um, yeah, it was just one thing after another, and some things, some things because of me, and some things weren't. Um, but yeah, um, to bounce back and stick at it and keep working hard, it, it, yeah, it got pretty tough. Um, and yeah, it was a pretty tough time, but. Like, like I say, to be here and represent my country and my family, it's just, it's just that's just how fast it can change, really. And yeah, just really happy to feel today. Talk us through what it feels like when you get slapped with such a big ban. So that the main reason why you didn't get to play last year. Um, yeah, it's a hard one, really. Cause I, I was a bit shocked how much it was, um, but I did it and there's nothing I can do about that it's, it's the only one I've ever had and that's what uh, hurt really because yeah just probably not in a good good place um, but like I say that's not me and the way I bounced back uh, yeah just really pleased with that and I think that speaks more volumes than actually what happened definitely and how important has Rowan Smith's sort of confidence been in you this season because obviously he's starting you most weeks yeah Rowan's been really good with me. Um, even throughout the ban and injuries, he's he's been right there and just supported me through it and kind of give me a different mindset on it. And it it it, it does just happen sometimes. Uh, that's the way it goes and that's life. But yeah, he's uh, 
he's really helped me and supported me through and put quite a lot of trust in me this year and I'm really grateful for him for that. If you look at the Leeds pack, it's really young and really exciting. How, how exciting is it to be a part of that? Yeah, we're building, we're building at Leeds. We've got a, a lot of good young lads and we get them on the field more often gelling together and trophies and cups will come off the back of it and yeah, it leads a very positive place at the minute really. Everyone's just sort of like gelled with each other in, in such a short space of time. Uh, we've only been on camp for five days so uh, yeah, I think that's down to the coaching staff though, I think they've, they've really made us gel um, and uh, sort of like laid the platform of, of what they're expecting. Very much a new looking side coming off the back of the World Cup. What's it like being part of that and part of the process going into a, a series against Tonga and then the, the next World Cup only around the corner? Uh, no, it's quite the, quite the honour, really. Um, obviously, when he's looking at a, a younger squad and, and a squad that he believes that can win a World Cup and to even be looked at is, is quite the achievement for me. So I'm really happy with it, but I'm just, I'm just going to take each, each sort of week as it comes, play well for my club, and then hopefully Wayne will call me again to call me to camp for the uh, Tonga series. A lot was made, obviously, going into this game about the journey that you've been on because it's been a hell of a journey. Yeah. What does that add something when you went out onto that pitch today? Yeah, no, it, it just made it extra special. It was already a big occasion for me and my family, but um, I've always been told I'm not not been good enough, and and for somebody like like Wayne to who was, who was a bit of a legend of a coach anyway, um, to see and me in, in your position. Well, well, yeah, exactly. But to see me. As a forward for the England team, it's a massive achievement and I'm, I'm really grateful for the opportunity and I'm, I'm just hoping I can continue with it and carry on making him proud and be uh, selected for the next one. It gets more sort of throwbacky for you this week because obviously you're going up against the club that did let you go at the very start of your career. You're looking forward to that now? Yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. But like I said, there's no bad blood with the club itself. Yeah. Uh, I always enjoy going back to Le- uh, Leeds. It's a class stadium. Um, Obviously, it's got some great facilities and it's a great pitch and, and the fans are great as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to being back. I'm, I'm not actually played there yet, so, um, yeah, I'd be, I'd be really happy to play. Would you ever go back to Leeds, like, if, 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 if the opportunity came up in the future? Uh, no, I'd, I always say never say never. Um, obviously, Leeds is a club that I've grown up supporting, um, but, but I'm at Salford now, so well. when, when the contract's over, then that's when I'll start thinking about other things, but for now I'm at Salford. What was it like coming off the bench today? You know, because obviously you're making your debut, but the game's already in full swing. Uh, it, it was a bit surreal, really. I was I was on the on the bench, legs shaking, getting a bit nervous, uh, just watching people like Tom and Ethan uh, take their hard yards, really, and just sort of like getting a little look at the game and seeing what I can what I can bring extra. Uh, but yeah, as soon as I got on first carry and tackle, I was fine. So yeah, cheers. You obviously impressed last season, but the start of this year you seem to have kicked on another level. Do you, why do you feel like that's been? I feel like I've, I feel like I'm getting more comfortable. Um, I won't say comfortable in a way where I feel like I can take my foot off the gas, but uh, I'm getting comfortable in, in the league. Yeah. Obviously, it's a massive step up from Championship. It's a lot faster, a lot more physical, uh, and it's a, lo- a lot more demands to it. Um, but no, I, I feel like this season, especially, I've managed to have a full-time pre-season in there. Uh, I've done my own stuff away from here, and um, no, I feel like I've, I've, I've bought into it a lot more. Uh, I know what I want in my career. Uh, and I know that I don't want to go any lower than what, what I'm in now, so no, the only way is up, and I, I just want to keep keep sort of progressing. Is anyone in particular at Salford really helped you over this past year? It's, it's a bit of a funny question because there's no individuals, and I know normally people would say somebody in my position, but just the group on a whole is it's massive. They've, they've really helped me find my confidence. Um, 
they've helped me understand that I can play at this level. And I'm playing around legends like Mark Sneed, Brodie Croft, Cal Watkins, you know, people like that. So there's plenty there's plenty of big names at Salford. Um, a lot of people just see it as a club where people get forgotten, but no, I think it's a club that's on the up, and especially with the personnel we've got. Did that take a little bit of time last year? Because obviously you joined them right in the middle of the season when you're sort of getting thrown straight into, into Super League game. Yeah, well, last season I wasn't, I wasn't supposed to play, I don't, and I, I know I wasn't supposed to play, um, but I got my opportunity through people being ill and stuff, and they sort of, they've kept the faith in me and they've kept me playing. Um, but yeah, it's massive, it's a massive difference. Like I said, it's faster, more uh, more physical, um, but I feel like I'm getting used to it now. I'm, I'm not nowhere near at the level I want to be at in terms of fitness and stuff like that, and that, that's good because it keeps me pushing. So. Tyler's just told us his knees were knocking on the bench. What was it like making your England debut? What, what were the feelings before you got on the pitch this afternoon? Uh, it was just mixed feelings, really. It just an absolute honour to just be able to play for England and represent my country and my family. It's just, you just take a lot of pride in that, really. Um, yeah, just happy to get out there and put on the performance that we did as a team. And Yeah, just really pleased with that. 64-0, as the women won earlier as well. What's it like out there when you when you know you're winning comfortably? How hard is it to remain focused and remain on keeping them scoreless in a match like that? Um, it's not hard, really, because we've got an England way, we've got DNA, and lads put up a fight. You represent your country and you, you never give in when you represent your country, do you? You take, take everything you've got into that game. So, I, I, really, I don't think it was too hard to, to keep them to nil. Um Obviously, some lads had an absolute cracker and contributed massively to them points. But um, yeah, we're a big team performance, really, all in. And yeah, I'm just proud. How would you have rated your own performance? Um, I've got work, I've got room to work on. I, f- I think I carried quite hard, and but yeah, there's definitely stuff to work on. But I don't I don't take that as a negative. I take it as a positive. I can build, and yeah, hopefully, um, as the year goes on, I get better and. Hopefully I'm in that selection for Tonga. It's a very young side out there. We know there's going to be changes when it comes to Tonga and the World Cup coming up, but where do you feel you are within the, the England mix at this point? Uh, I'm a young player, but um, I'm, I've had a long time out of the game and I'm just trying to make my mark on the game and enjoy my rugby and whatever comes off the back of it. Like like today, 12, 12 months twelve months ago, I didn't, I didn't think I'd be making my England debut and I were in a very different place. So I'm just really, really honoured to be here and taking everything as it comes really it has been a special an amazing journey we talk about Tyler's journey but last year you didn't play a single game in Super League just how frustrating was last year for you it was really difficult Um, yeah it was just one thing after another and some things some things because of me and some things weren't Um, but yeah um, to bounce back and stick at it and Keep working hard. Yeah, it got pretty tough, um, and yeah, it was a pretty tough time. But like, like I said, to be here and represent my country and my family, it's just, it's just that's just how fast it can change, really. And yeah, just really happy to feel today. Talk us through what it feels like when you get slapped with such a big ban. Because obviously that was the main reason why you didn't get to play last year. Um, yeah, it's a hard one, really. Cause I, I was a bit shocked how much it was, um, but. I did it, and there's nothing I can do about that. It's, it's the only one I've ever had, and that's what uh, hurt really. Because yeah, just probably not in a good good place. Um, but like I say, that's not me, and the way I bounced back, uh, yeah, just really pleased with that. And I think that speaks more volumes than actually what happened. Definitely.
And how important has Rowan Smith's sort of confidence been in you this season? Because obviously he's starting you most weeks. Yeah. Rowan's been really good with me. Um, even throughout the ban and injuries, he's, he's been right there and just supported me through it and kind of give me a different mindset on it. And it, 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 it does just happen sometimes. Uh, that's the way it goes and that's life. But yeah, he's, uh, he's really helped me and supported me through and put quite a lot of trust in me this year. And I'm really grateful for him for that. If you look at the latest pack, it's really young, really exciting. How, how exciting is it to be a part of that? Yeah, we're building. We're building at least. We've got a, a lot of good young lads and we get them on the field more often, gelling together and trophies and cups will come off the back of it. And Yeah, it leads a very positive place at the minute, really. So, all in all, 8,442 there. I think it was 4,500 there by the time the uh, women's game was midway through. Does that be half-time? I don't know. But uh, lower crowd than last year for the Combined Nations All-Stars. You can read into that what you will. I, I, you know us. We're not fans of that. We're fans of actual international games that actually exist. So, we were happy. I think everyone there was happy. Everyone there enjoyed themselves people who were watching at home probably thought it was a waste of time but those who there enjoyed it I think you can probably do more of an event there was no real entertainment bar kids on at half time dancing um, and the anthems but they don't count as entertainment so that's probably something you can look at in the future but again you in Warrington aren't you it's not as if it's a destination and that's no knock on Warrington I'd say the same if it was at St Helens or wherever I should mention some Yorkshire places Leeds that's not a destination either I have to work there. Uh, the test, speaking of St. Helens and Leeds, that's where two of the tests will be in the series against Tonga coming up this autumn. Huddersfield as well. I play St. Helens on my birthday. So that's nice of them, isn't it? I'll play in St. Helens on my birthday. I think I'll go to that rather than have a party. Uh, so that's something to look forward to. I mean, where else could we have played one of the games? Well, Huddersfield's the obvious one where people are going, eh. We're thinking about this in the car. What about somewhere like Rotherham, Coventry, Leicester, Derby, Middlesbrough? There's lots of places in a mile, uh, a mile, an hour, two hours away from the epicentre of rugby league that would be easy enough to get to for people. That would be different. But, you know, we've got the Huddersfield, so it's OK. We'll see what happens uh, with those crowds in the autumn. But hopefully a series against Tonga, who, you know, we all enjoy seeing play, especially going to St Helens, Christian Wolfe going back and... Conrad Hurrell and such and so on and so forth. What we need to know next is when the women will be playing, because we don't know who they'll be playing in the autumn. This weekend in Super League, Thursday night on the telly, it's Hull versus Wigan. Friday night, Catalans versus Saints is the game on telly. On Friday, it's uh, Hull, KR, Huddersfield, Leeds, Salford, Lee, Cass and Warrington versus Wakefield. I'm off back to Warrington again. Uh, and on Saturday, it's where the championship starts. Swinton versus Toulouse on Sunday. Barrow, Bradford, Featherson, Sheffield, Newcastle, Halifax, Whitehaven, Keithley and York versus London. And in League One, Doncaster, Workington, Midlands, London, Scholars, Oldham, Cornwall and Rochdale, North Wales. And the TV game on Monday sees Batley take on witness. Well done to Dewsbury, of course, who beat London Scholars 48-16 on Saturday in the game played at the same time as the international between England and France's women. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week, but I don't know when, because it's another bank holiday, so the shop's shut and I'm working. But uh, we'll find something to talk about. James Charles on holidays. Well, you all love him now. You're not bothered about me and Phil. You just love James Charles. <laughs> we might as well not bother. We'll just, get, we'll just hand the show over to him. Uh, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this kind of basic 
meh podcast of stuff from the weekend. If you haven't watched all our videos on YouTube, go and do that because, you know, we earn about three pence. But enjoy the Rebilly weekend. Get in touch with us via our Facebook, via Twitter, via the YouTube comments or whatever, and let us know what you think about what's going on in the world of Rugby League. And thank you for all those who commented, commented on last week's show. I'm off to learn how to speak English. See you again soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.